Okay, uh, I've, I've we've received several text messages from our um, our former employer. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's yes. probably because I wouldn't say boss. No, he was our former employer, mentor, enemy, best, best friend. friend, weatherman. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, savior at times, um, and often. Um, destroyer of our lives yes absolute wretched piece of shit yeah what a bad man we love him and we hate him we love the bad man um and he has said to us he has spent all night working a techno party Um, we did pay our respects to him last night we did go to the techno party you must he said first he said wish the subs were larger so i could sleep inside Yes. And then um, he said, not enough scantily dressed ladies to keep me awake. And then he sent a picture of some new human slave he has (laughs) sleeping amongst (laughs) the amps. Miguel. I I never met Miguel. He didn't even show us Miguel last night when we were there. No. He He said only him and Ian were there. Right. Which then Cole was there, and apparently some boy named Miguel is sleeping, Who is sleeping in the truck. In his truck. Well, we've all been Miguel. Good we luck, all my have. friend. Sorry, Miguel, he, you're not getting paid. He said Miguel working hard. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, and it's just a boy sleeping on the ground. Well, that's nice. I guess there weren't enough scantily dressed ladies to keep him awake either. <laughs> <laughs> You should check with Ian if there are enough scantily clad women for him. Yeah, yeah. I was g- thinking of responding, put Ian in some put, gear, you right. know? Right. Make it. Let him dance for you, Jim. Let him dance. Let him shake. Ian's got the moves. We all know it. Ian is literally an angel. Uh-huh. Yeah. He saved this man's life, and yeah. now he's, now he's trapped. Slave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Gibbons. I mean, I'm glad he's back out there, back at it. Oh, I mean, nature is healing. Nature is healing. It is returning. He almost got taken by COVID, and it wasn't by COVID as in, like, the actual getting COVID, which he did immediately, as quick as possible. Yeah. But that wasn't what got him. He was, it was the sadness of not, because he lives for shows. He doesn't live for money. Like you know he how lives. you know how on on like Fox News they've been like um they've been like you know people are you you're not thinking of the social side and people are dying from not working and everyone's like what are you talking about <laughs> okay that's what are you talking about is true for ninety nine percent of humans but that one statement does apply it does apply to here. Jim Gibbons he's got to move those speakers. What else would you be doing? You might as well die. <laughs> Good tag. I'm Scott Murphy. I'm Summer Krinsky. And this is I Don't Heart Radio. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it one of these days. Uh, this could be your next favorite band. Cool. I mean, we got to leave that in. That was uh, that was summer just drinking coffee <laughs> during the tag, just thinking like, I think I can squeeze this in. I, 
I know. I forgot that, that it bounced back to me. It was me, you, and then or you, me, and then he's you gonna said, say I don't heart radio, <laughs> and then it comes back to me. And I think that during that time, I think I got the moment. I, I think, think I've I got can, the, you know, get that sip, get that drip. Cool. So, you want to talk about a band? Yeah. What band are you telling me about today? All right. So we are getting into Ganser. And they are a band that has done everything correctly, uh, which is which is great. I mean, they've got recordings that sound good. Mm-hmm. They've got a sound that is, you know, fun. Uh, there's things to talk about. And they have populated all of their, uh, like, uh, their band camp page mm-hmm. is like five essays worth of liner notes. They have given us everything. Hell yeah. We know <laughs> we know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. We know what they're eating this morning. Uh, we know uh, every single person involved with the production process. They've done a very good job. How long have they been doing things for? Uh, 2018 was when their first album came out. Okay, and not that long. The, um, their second album, Just Look at That Sky, kind of... It got a lot of critical, uh, like thumbs ups, and that's what we were just listening to. It sounded uh, good. Yeah. Wait. So critical, as in, like, uh, Vice, uh huh, Rolling oh, okay. Stone, uh, all of that, uh huh. And they are so they they got like thumbs up. You're you're good. You're good. Okay. Uh, and they're still sitting at two thousand monthly Spotify listeners. So they still come in at that like. Why aren't you famous? Uh-huh. Uh, barometer. Yeah. For for the pod. I mean, the music was good. Yeah, I liked yeah. what you were showing me. The music was good. They have an army of stands, which I think is really, uh, you know, that's good. That's important. Key. I'm going through their Bandcamp merch list, and so many faces of support. Look like, at those faces. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so they've got this really cool ground game going, uh-huh. and I can just keep more faces of support. More faces of support. It, uh, it, Scott's referring to the tiny faces on Bandcamp of people that bought your record. Which I think is the single best barometer of like, are you doing something good here? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, this is direct fan engagement. The uh, So, lots of ground game. Internet game, you know, not happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's why we're well, talking about ground game, that. are you saying that they tour a lot? Mm. I'm not seeing a lot of touring. They just did this like really good record. They're out of Chicago, okay. which is where this can kind of happen. You can just be so cool that, you know, 500 people buy your record. Uh-huh. And that is where they're at. They are very cool. 500 people have bought this record. I mean, so are they like do they have um like are they out on a label or something if they are getting all this critical acclaim? Um they do have felt uh-huh. Uh, is out of Los Angeles, and that is pushing them, and that is, you know, that's getting them this press. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that... Um, the question remains, why are they not famous? Why are we not famous? <laughs> it is a question, but they are doing everything correctly, and they have their, you know, very cultivated fan base, so, you know, sweet stuff. So tell me more about them. Cool. So it's a four-piece out of Chicago. And 
I want you to take a guess. Drums sounded good on that record, right? They sounded pretty good, yeah. Oh, yeah. They. I mean, we'll go in the other room. They sound really fucking good. <laughs> um, so this was recorded by uh, Brian Fox at Altered States Audio. And I did like a quick gigging, uh, quick digging on Brian. Uh-huh. And guess their first LinkedIn. Wait, in Chicago? In Chicago. Albini? It's Albini. Yeah. They were an intern for Albini uh-huh. for seven months. Okay. I feel like every, I feel like so many people are probably an intern for Albini. That's yeah. probably a common start off. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was an intern at Electric Lady Studios. Yeah. You can be an intern anywhere. You can be an you intern sign anywhere. Up. Well, I mean, interning for Albini, it seems like people who do it, they generally like learn a very specific way of doing things right, right. and it is like very apparent in the mm-hmm, recording mm-hmm. it's got the very like live room drums but they're tight and then uh you know very very like mid-range forward guitar it's aggressive while still being listenable you know classic chicago sound yeah yeah <clears throat> Well, I was saying that one song reminded me a little of Omen. Just the intro. Right. And they're a, they're a, Chicago. They're a Chicago band. Chicago has a real thing going. Uh, so <laughs> The real thing going is that you can't book a venue without paying them $300. That's oh, what Chicago yeah. has a real thing going about. They do have a real thing happening right now. Chicago, get your shit together. What happened to your cool DIY scene? Why is everyone... Why is it lame now? Sorry. I'm not saying the bands are lame. I'm just saying the, like objectively not be able to book a show without paying a down payment to a theoretical DIY venue. That's not DIY if they're asking for a down payment. And yes, they might have nice speakers, but also just don't don't call it DIY. That's what everyone kept going like, oh no, they have nice speakers. They have nice speakers. But like I work professionally doing sound at venues. I, I know the difference between, just don't call it DIY then. You know, the point is- You're renting a space. You're renting, yeah, precisely. Mm. Spicy, mm. spicy today. It's just no, no. It it's sucks. an important distinction because at that point it's pay to play, right? We can all dress it up as something else, but that's what it is. I'm in high school. I'm in a metalcore band, and I need to sell these tickets. Yep. Grandma, please buy the <laughs> tickets to Skull Crusher Five Thousand. So, uh, Ganser is. Uh, a four piece uh-huh. and it's got a a dual uh front person going and a dual front person like they're yeah they, they trade so no they're not dueling mm. they're not like uh fighting each other on the record well now i'm disappointed uh, has anyone ever done that so uh, has anybody ever killed uh well, dueling front people the closest thing that i could think of is uh guns and roses mm-hmm. appetite for destruction okay where uh Axl Rose like fucked one of his bandmates girlfriends yeah. on the record. On the record. On the record. What do you mean? He recorded it. It's on did the record. Did he sneak it in or He snuck it in. Oh my god, did he hate the other guy? Well, I mean it was the late 80s, uh, you know, hair metal. Everyone hated everybody, but uh-huh. also everyone was very rich. Yeah. So you kind of just go like, ah. So he snuck in the sound of him fucking his bandmate's girlfriend? Yes. Did they keep playing? Yeah, for a few years. Wow. Yeah. That's the ultimate uh, uh, Trump calling Ted Cruz's wife 
ugly, oh. and then him just cucking. And then, oh, phone banking for yeah. him. That is the best picture uh, on, one of the best pictures on the internet. It's just de- dejected, melting Ted Cruz a day after. Wild. Uh, when, you know you're, when you know you're a weasel, you just have to go full weasel. He's really embraced that lifestyle. I mean, he has embraced the lifestyle, and you're gonna hate this, but you know how we're always talking about like how do we trend? How because we're you know our side project of making TikToks. Oh yeah, our, I mean that's our main project. I don't know what you're talking about. All this music that we spend so much time on, the recording studio, you know, is mostly a TikTok operation. It's just that's to support the TikToks. You're gonna hate this, but no one is better at trending than Ted Cruz. I believe it. He, but there's think- actually a me- no, uh-huh. it's there there's like analysis on it. Like all of his dumb shit and all of his like cult the the reason that he does all of his like culture grievance stuff isn't because he has morals or, you know, uh Yeah, he's a uh, weasel. He's a weasel. It's because he's looking at what's trending that day and then he fucking hops on. He's the ultimate reply guy and that is why Ted Cruz has the brand recognition that he does. But like Okay, but then do you think uh, do you think it's like just happenstance that his like reply guy personality is putting him there? Or you think it's like actually calculated because he does not strike me, and I don't mean this as like a dismissive whatever. Uh-huh. He just truly doesn't strike me as like a very smart. I think that it's literally calculated. Yeah, I I do. I I uh, like I'm I'm gonna argue. Do you think liking the porn on nine eleven was calculated? That might have been that. That could be the originator of all of this. He could have seen the power uh-huh. of tra- it's like his uh-huh. uh, villain origin story. He was like, he's like, oh, I need to harness the power <laughs> of being like in like a bumbling idiot that trends. I guess because if I'm trending, I'm winning. Well, what is he winning? I mean, Just everyone knows power, that he's money, a... votes, uh, abortion is illegal. Vo- right, man, uh, yeah. <laughs> like he's winning. Like that's the that's the thing. Ted Cruz that is, is the thing. Well, I think that's an important thing to think about him and it's like they're literally winning so maybe So exactly. Do Ted Cruz different. has passed more laws banning the ownership of dildos than guns. He banned the ownership of yes. dildos? If uh in Texas, this is a this is a Ted Cruz special. If you are I think it's carrying over 6 dildos, you uh, are officially a sex worker. And I'm sorry. You can't own six more than six dildos, but you can have infinity guns. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, this is absolutely one hundred percent a law. Holy they have, shit! They have limited. They have capped the amount of dildos that you can have. Seven's just too much. Seven's too much. Now, and, and it's a thing. Like it, it fucked up. Like all of the like uh, the like sex stores. Yeah. In how Texas. do you be like a you, you can't. You have, you have to have a They've got, like, time. dildo runners. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is that is crazy. When did that happen? Where have I been? I'm a, I want to say... I, I mean, I, I didn't research. I We've taken this rabbit hole, so uh-huh. I could just be, like... Some of these days are wrong, debate perverts. Uh-huh. But, like, 2016, okay. 2017, like, okay. right around there. Right around the time that Ted Cruz stopped his non-stop winning machine. Uh-huh. And that's... You know, he's winning. So he how had- do you opposite that? Because like and being enraged and being like, that's clearly sucks. 
and like memeing about it does not it seems to only embolden if you like them. i feel like giving the attention that's like i've really turned off my consumption of the news cycle because i feel like giving attention to some of these things is what allows them but then it's also like giving no attention i didn't even know that you can't have seven dildos yeah so like is it just you have the to AOC? You, know. you have to more attention. Well, AOC is the second best at Twitter. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's the and. But is she winning anything? Uh, yeah. I mean, you could argue that. Well, you know, there's the problem that you know Democrats are generally very, very ineffective as a like a governing body uh-huh. uh, to pass legislation. But uh, some of the things that have happened in the last two years do lean in the AOC direction, you know. What's happened? Minimum wage has gone up. Did it? Uh, kind of. In a few federally? states. No, no not federally. That's what I'm like, no, 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 no. No federal legislation yeah. has passed. Nothing. Has anything happened? No. Climate? No. Did something happen? I feel like there was an actual shutdown of the oil line from Canada or whatever. Yeah. That I, and I guess that that was people like, you know, chaining themselves to it. Yeah. Being like, we're very mad about this. Uh-huh. So, you know, attention. But anyway. No, it's mostly we... very Anyway, bad. okay. Uh, Ted Cruz is our daddy. He is winning. He's very good at the internet. We must, we must find a way to take attention from the weasel man and give it to, what's this band? Ganser. Ganser. So. <laughs> Attention Ganser probably does not want. <laughs> sorry for forever immortalizing your connection with Ted Cruz. How do we even get I don't there? know. I don't remember. Stuff is happening. So, oh, oh, because they're, they're dueling front people. <gasps> Axel Rose. Okay. Axel Rose. So they're dueling not in a, you know, they're dueling in, in the sense of trading songs. It's really more of a com- yes. camaraderie. They, uh, it's yeah it's two front people sharing they have it's a john and paul situation mm. so uh alicia Gaines and nadia garofalo they are the fronting the band and uh nadia is a props master uh in the like film world okay so they have an imdb page cool uh, they make cool music videos for the band uh that are like very really cool. Yeah, yeah, they're shot really uh, in a really interesting way. The newest one for the record that comes out, like this, they're having some supply chain issues with their record. So, oh, yeah. I mean, our vinyl took little, forever. Yeah. But they're waiting to get their record yeah. physically before they release it. Yeah. This is uh, LP3. This is the third LP. Okay. Nothing you do matters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And oh, the... it's, maybe that's referring to the the crisis of the Weasel Man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is fucked. Uh, they actually have a really good quote. Um, so the uh, Nothing You Do Matters, the lead single off of it, uh, watching people. Um, they shot it with uh, LED uh, projection mapping. Which is like you instead of a green screen, mm-hmm. it's uh it's an LED wall, and then it's like more responsive and more immersive. Uh, like Lucasfilm started doing it on Star Wars like two years ago. Wait, if it's it, projection mapping, is there a projector and LEDs or? It's, 
I am not enough of a film person. Uh-huh. I know that it's uh, it's more responsive to a camera, okay, uh, than a green screen. It's like it's it better mimics like uh, real life textures and depth of field and stuff. Right. So yeah, you're able to do. You know, green str- green screen style stuff, but uh-huh. it looks like you're in a real environment. Okay. And they did their lead video using this, uh-huh. uh, and they've got a whole thing about how it's, uh, in many ways, actually more affordable. You have more options in post, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like a really slick looking video where they are um, uh, just burying her alive. Uh-huh. Good video. We-, we need to see more videos of bands like killing each other <laughs> oh yeah that's your yeah that's your platform or, or just like general on? murder videos uh-huh. i think are really good um yeah you have been collecting them because the first one uh christine oh young. christine young yeah. it has some murder vibes uh-huh. I, it's just like it's a good topic yeah, yeah yeah okay um there's a really good broken social scene video for like my it's my sweetest kill it's really fucking good because uh, it's like a kind of like a sexy like R and B like you know white Canadian thing you know indie rock. Uh-huh. Um, but then it's a five minute video of this lady just killing a guy, and it's really good. <laughs> you got to put together the playlist. Murder videos. We'll we'll get that. Murder out. music videos. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, are, are we putting together just murder videos? What are we doing here? Scott's Hall of Murder. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> uh, so Ganser, they've got this film background, and it really informs their aesthetic and their uh, not just in videos, but in how they are presenting themselves and the music itself. I feel is very filmic. And then in one of their essays, they you know they talk about how inspired by film they are and transgressive filmmakers like david lynch and uh they're they're name dropping all of the very very fun like super hip art world stuff yeah like who like who else Uh, i like kieran so uh, should i just go through the uh uh the name dropping Uh uh-huh name drop for me i like to know who people are drawing upon i also i think it's really I think I'm almost more interested in knowing what your non-musical influences are often. Is that weird? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, what no, are your I like visual to... and, like, film and, what? Are, yeah, and theater and, like, what are your other influences that definitely still hit upon who you are? And I feel like that almost can say more than what your musical influences are. I yes. don't know why I think that. I oh, I mean, I'm 100% in agreement. Uh-huh. I think that music should reflect culture. And that when music just reflects music, you start to get further and further away from humanity. Mm-hmm. And then it's it, it just starts to be, like, uh, recursive. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, I'm just the music. Right. I absorb the music. I produce the music. And then we start to wind up with, like, algorithmically generated Spotify, fresh and, fresh and fit for 20 20- 2022. <laughs> All right. So who's who's who are All they right. rocking? So um, they met uh, Nadia and Alicia met in art school, and they both loved uh, the Residents, which is a band. Uh, and like, of course, mm-hmm. uh, ha- have you ever gotten into the Residents? No, no. Oh, so they they were like an art collective that turned into a band in the uh-huh. 70s. They wore like the eyeball hats with the top hats. 
eyeball hats with top hats. I don't yeah. know them, but you remember how I, I had a whole thing where I was drawing eyeball men with top hats. Oh, shit. Do you remember that? I don't remember it that. It was when I lived in Detroit. I had a whole eyeball men with top hats phase. I couldn't stop drawing them. Oh, you got infected by the residents. I didn't psychically. know. Yeah, I guess psychically. Yeah, so... It they, just came and I couldn't stop. It was like one of those, like, for a while, I just like, you know, it was infected. Like, it was like, why am I drawing? I had no... Re- I didn't know why. You're haunted by eyeball men. Uh-huh. Yeah, so <laughs> the residents are a great touch point to, like, start your art rock band because they're kind of the first... Uh, they, you know, they operated under pseudonyms. They released a couple of albums, and they they like span wildly from rock to like absolutely out there electronica. Uh, some like very early music video, art film, like hybrids. So you know, great great touchstone. Uh-huh. Uh, they, <clears throat> uh, and then John Waters, David Lynch, they get the, the, the big shout out. The yeah. Uh, and then they uh, basically, they're looking for that level of hands-on craftsmanship in everything that they do. And when you go through their stuff uh, and their videos and the way that they're, like, their, their merch, everything does feel incredibly planned out. Yeah, like, like In that um, directorial sense. Mm-hmm. Um, their songs... Uh, this is fun. They never shy away from ugliness and confusion. Uh, and they have to... <laughs> this is uh, this is great. I can't, like, summarize this. This is perfectly put. Okay. Um, these are songs that never shy away from ugliness and confusion, that believe embracing the totality of the self sometimes means leaning into our dickish behavior. In the past, some listeners have had trouble uh, reconciling non-male voices with the sorts of topics that Ganser writes about. Um, but that comes to an end with Just Look at the Sky. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this does get into the uh, some of the subplots of Ganser. Okay. Uh, so first off, the, the name Ganser... Yeah. Okay. It comes from a controversial uh, psychiatric diagnosis. Oh, yeah? Yes. Uh, so it was in the DSM-4, mm-hmm. but it's not in the DSM-5. Yeah, so, like being gay? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so DSM-4, bad time. Bad time. It's got some stuff in it. I'm sure Ted Cruz is all for bringing back the DSM-4. Right. Uh, if you have... Uh, Eight dildos, you should definitely be in a mental institution. Right. Seven, you're a criminal. Eight, you're insane. <laughs> so, uh, Ganser was a, uh, you know, early days psychologist operating in the late 1800s, you mm-hmm. know, when it was really fun, like, just do cocaine at it. Yeah. Was a, was a valid way of fixing people. Give him a lobotomy. Ah, uh, yes. That, that went for a while. That did. It went so long. Till quite recently. Yeah. Anyway. Don't do lobotomies. They just ice pick you. <laughs> it should take care of that. <clears throat> so Ganser, um, basically what he, it, it's also known as uh, prison psychosis because he was doing all of his psychological exper- experiments on prisoners. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. 
that's where a lot of the body of work of like all studies mental health yeah comes right from so fun stuff yeah. and uh it's uh it's basically a psychosis that is uh defined by the phenomena of approximate answering is how they, you know, always talk about it, uh, which is uh, the phenomena Uh in which you ask someone something and they tell you something uh, that is nonsensical in reply, but you have every reason to believe that they are fully aware of what you asked them. Wow, okay. So, um, for breakfast today, what did you have? Uh, I had a shoe. And, um, and, uh, you know, uh, do you like, do you have any pets? Um, I have five couches and a recliner. (laughs) So, this would be... A Ganser di- diagnosis. Is this a common issue? It is uh, generally seen as uncommon. <laughs> so I feel like this is like a fringe. Like he, he, like almost was just like, I want my name. I want my name on a on something. Up brain. I get it. I get it, man. Like, shoot your shot. But also, has this ever happened? I'm just coming down with Krinskyitis. Well, so here's you know this is the controversy because it's it's prison psychosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and. So it's the so like there's the approximate answering. I'm given crazy answers to your questions, uh-huh. but the second part of it is you believe that they know what's been asked. So, uh, so that just sounds like lying. someone's fucking with you. Yes. Uh, the the term that they use clinically is we believe that they could just be malingering. Which I'm sorry, malingering. Yes, like as in malignant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the f- that that's the PhD way of saying uh, you're being an asshole. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I've I've known some malignant types in my life. Uh, I I, I you, some malingerers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, that this approximate answers could just be malingering because you know, you're some just days doing... I don't have my coffee in the morning and I malinger. What can I say? I'm only human. Uh, you could have cancer uh, <laughs> because this also th- these are prison experiments. Uh-huh. So it's like uh, you know an 1800s top hat. Like, behold, tell me about your feelings. Two uh, eyes in a top hat. Two eyes. Uh, it, he's going and trying to do experiments and data on prisoners, and then they start to like lie to him or fuck with him. Right. And he's like, "You have a mental disease. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You're." I'm so sorry you're so ill. Right. You have cancer. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're just bored, probably. Yeah. Or, so, I mean, there's also, like, there are, um, you know, what's the word? You can't stop lying. They're uh, compulsive liars. Right. You but know? this is something different. This is different. He, he's like, no, that's not this. Wait, how is it different? Um, because they're specifically fucking with him. <laughs> if you're a compulsive liar, to cancer. You have cancer. You have cancer. Well, which sounds sort of like cancer, which is fun. That is fun. <laughs> cancer, cancer. So, uh, well, I malignant think malignant cancer. I, I think we're really malignant. getting into a, a, a like a bias problem with the researcher. Yes, in that it's actually um, in inherently focused on the 
the person making the diagnosis rather than the subject. They're not observing them going and doing it to like other prisoners because right. why would you do that? Why would you see how they're uh, they're only seeing how they interact with authority? Uh huh. And if you're in prison and the authorities want to just like ask you questions all the time and you just lie to them or fuck with them, I don't think that you're a compulsive liar or even bad in any way. Yeah. I think that you're just responding to your environment. Right. So, which is a late 1800s prison. <laughs> So he got it in the DSM four. He got it all the way up to four. How um, was it? Just no one was doing stuff at the time. It was like four guys roaming around making claims. Well, I mean, the DSM four lasted until like the late seventies. Oh boy! So, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, the D, it, it was in DSM one, two, three, and four because the first one uh, is published in. Again, I didn't research the history of the DSM, uh-huh. but like you know, the thirties. Okay, wait. So, so, so he's ha- he just okay. So it just recently got removed. Yes, it's been in all of them. It's been in all of them except for the newest one. That's how far we've gotten. Okay. Uh, so it's fun. You, you used to be able to just do stuff. There were so many less people. Yeah, you that, could just. I have a whole theory because people will be like overpopulation, like boomers. Like my parents will be like. You know, they've been warning about overpopulation for so long and like clearly nothing's happened. It's fine. And I'm like, the population has doubled in like your lifetime of just America, right? Yeah. And um I don't know about like as far as like obviously resources getting thin. It seems like that might be happening. But also, you know, whatever. Say there's infinite resources, which there isn't, but uh at the very least, you can't have fun. You can't just go around, bop around having fun because there weren't that many guys. Right. So you could just be one of the guys. You could just be Ganser. You could just be Ganser and you're like, Ganser is a thing. And they're like, well, we need more guys. So you're in. <laughs> Which I don't, maybe that's a that's an argument for more guys in general. Right, because this did seem bad. <laughs> 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 this seemed not intellectually rigorous. Right. Okay. So they named the band Ganser after They, did, they named Ganser. it after this. I, and I think, you know, good name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing that is informing, like a lot of, I, I mean, they've got the David Lynch, the residents were named after a kind of fake psychiatric diagnosis. Uh-huh. Um, and then their branding all over is. Nothing matters, uh, uh-huh. which that's fun in like an existentialism way. Yeah, nihilism. Okay. All right. Uh, there's actually uh, a quote uh, Rolling Stone published. Like they made a cool video. There's an article just like their video is cool. Uh-huh. Please watch it. And uh, people have not, uh, which is a statement on the industry, I think. But uh, there is a quote from uh, Garofalo. Um, it's at the end of the article. <clears throat> uh, so she's talking about the, uh, the title of the album, Nothing You Do Matters. Yeah. Um, quote, I think it's a really positive title and hopefully people get that. Uh, and, uh, then, uh, it's almost like a cheerful nihilism. 
it's not the idea that it doesn't matter, so don't do it. It's like, it doesn't matter, so just do what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the conclusion you're supposed to come to. We were talking about just, like, making your own, like, if you, uh, you're... Oh, I was planting a seed last night. Really? Oh, yes. you're getting me thinking about it. I was. <laughs> I was I was threading these together. Uh-huh. This is I'm putting so much thought into these Look spider web. Look at me go. <laughs> uh no, I was I was uh like just like very, very politely gaslighting you last night <laughs> and uh thinking about the podcast. I love some polite it's it's all about how you go about it, you know? If right. you just politely I'm not malingering you. you don't dare malinger me. I just wanted to influence your thoughts and feelings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Just twelve for twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. To give us a little a little, little spark. pizzazz, a little way you get me ready to go. Yeah. Wrap me up. All right. So we were talking about um we were talking about We were talking about nihilism. Yeah, nihilism and and, and that like it starts with killing the structures of um, you know, uh, well, that that's situational nihilism. Okay. I I read all about the history of nihilism in the last twenty four hours. All right, teach which, me, uh, Professor Ganser. Uh, so the thing is, is that there is, you know, there is like a general like, you can operate from a principle of nihilism, mm-hmm. like I am a nihilist. Yeah. But then there is also the uh, throughout history, uh, like, uh site-specific nihilisms like in regard to religion or politics where uh you can apply the lens of nihilism to any given uh like social occurrence like i don't know about this god fella uh Uh i don't think it's real so like you're engaging in religious nihilism at that point okay um i don't think that the two major political parties of the United States are like fundamentally different or want to make my life better. I'm engaging in political nihilism. Uh-huh. So, uh, but then there is the, the idea that nihilism is actually a step beyond that in which you're looking at, uh, you have to go like, I don't think that these are real or good. They're, they're made up. Yeah. Know? Uh, it's all made up. Therefore, I can make something up. Yeah, and I guess, and that's what we're talking about is like a lot of people land, especially, especially kids these days. No, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's with a logical, uh, you know, even put a first principles reasoning brain. You uh-huh. can, you can land on just nihilism, but you have to then reach that next step to make life interesting or worth living is to then make your own structures of well if everything's made up then why don't you make something up this is make us something better this is the next chapter of nietzsche that most people don't read right there's the (laughs) like you get all the way up to the Uh like oh i'm a pathetic worm i live in dirt i right like give me the poopy you know i i really i'm not having a good time but Uh then he does he writes the next chapter, which is the the will to power. It's hard. Um, to, oh, that sounds bad. It does sound that bad. That's the, it does sound Hitlery. Was it Hitlery? It, it did. Like there is the co opting oh, by, and that's the, that is the bummer. That's a big well, bummer. Well, maybe that's why a lot of people stop. <laughs> stopped early. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the okay, 
So it is will to power. I mean, I guess it's powerful to read the next chapter. It is. But maybe other people should oh, read the next chapter. Okay, other people should read the next chapter. The The thing is, is that the, ne- that the will to power wasn't a direct prescription to Hitler. Right. All right? He, just he wasn't like, sure, hope with it. you do Hitler stuff. Right, right. It's like art was not, you know, a, everyone who's failed in the art industry has not right. then done a Hitler. Done a Hitler. You know. You, they haven't they haven't gone full Hitler. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of mini there's minis a lot running of mini. around, let me tell you. <laughs> so, um but the will to power, strip aside the way that it sounds, is <laughs> that after you've stripped away the falseness of society, okay. that you are still alive unfortunate as that may be uh-huh and if you magical unfortunate as it may be that's it. we're okay. still talking about late 1800s like german existentialism okay okay, okay? it's unfortunate you're sure. alive uh-huh. you're here but what that are we gonna said, do about it you are alive and, and you're it, here you are gonna be a huge fucking bummer if you just go nothing matters put me in the ground i know a lot of bummers we know it's so much bummering going around Uh and you're faced with the nihilist dilemma in which you must not be a bummer you have to it sure would be a bummer if you just stayed a bummer and you need to live your life as if it were art Mm -hmm. and make something up and that's the that's the next one. That's the next step. Yeah. And so the thing is... Well, and it's, it's a powerful place to come from to realize that all structures, all of the societal structures that seem so, um, you know, entrenched and so powerful, they're all made up. So you not only are able to make up your own thing, your own thing could be bigger than them. Your own thing... like you're Right. You have... It's then I think that's what they're talking about with it being like a a positive message as far as the album title. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and that's. I mean, it, it's really great to see this like in print uh-huh. because that's ex. It's. I'm like ah, that's exactly how I feel. Uh huh. We've we've watched the same movies, <laughs> and we think the same thing. Yeah, I've identified with this. Uh, because same. I don't think that anything is real beyond, you know, we made it up. But when we just stop at that and go, which I think is like your early 20s. I, I think that it's like a development cycle. Your early of 20s the human, is stopping at that. Yeah. You kind of, or like a teenager. You, yeah, you hit. Well, no, no, no. I think that because as as you're, when you're a kid, even when you're a teenager, you ha- look to adults as though they know stuff. And then as you hit your early 20s and people go like, you're an adult now. You're like, are you kidding me? I don't know stuff. You don't know stuff. <laughs> Holy shit, no one knows stuff. <laughs> right, right. The realization that everyone is just I can, like barely, I can have a kid. Yeah. I can have a dog. I can I sh- I'm not responsible. You're not responsible. You made me. Like, you don't know stuff. Uh-huh. No one knows stuff. Even people that know stuff don't know that much stuff. We're just kind of like bopping around pretending. Yeah. And then that is yeah, I think that's your early 20s. It's a panic it's kind of like a there's panic there's uh sadness sadness there's anxiety uh-huh. uh and then eventually you just kind of hit that like that malingering point mm, you where, just you're malingering around you're like what matters yeah you're sitting you're watching 
maybe 10 hours of Netflix going like, huh, this sucks. <laughs> Nurse Jackie again. Oh, Nurse <laughs> The ultimate it's just nihilist so many, moment. How are there so many seasons of There's it? So many, and then so many good shows there aren't. But that, then here we are watching Nothing Nurse Jackie. Matters. Nothing matters. But you could make your own Nurse Jackie. You could put pen <laughs> you to paper. You could make something better than Nurse Jackie. You could, or, or you could not, or you could not. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right? You could. Your best output could be Nurse Jackie. Right. And you know what? There is no, this is where we get into like the moral relativism and stuff. There is no good and bad. Like, well, Nurse Jackie. This is where, this is, is where we maybe led, this is where Hitler really took a, <laughs> <laughs> took a liking to this part of the philosophy. Nurse Jackie. Okay. We cannot apply a lens of objectivism mm -hmm. to the art. It okay. is neither good nor bad. Um, Reluctantly following. <laughs> the thing that mattered was that a team of people saw through to make Nurse Jackie uh -huh. day after day after day. Rotten Tomatoes and, would disagree on the... But that's the thing. That's that's a good and bad binary. Uh-huh. You're being hegemonied. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know if that's the word the, for that one. Well... <laughs> A hegemony is when you're pre presented with the false idea okay. that there is two choices mm -hmm. to a matter, good or bad. Is that is that the yeah. definition of hegemony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, so like when America does cultural hegemony, you know, we go, we put an embassy somewhere and we go like, America good, this guy bad uh -huh. hegemony. Okay. That's what a hegemony is. So you're you're just pitting people up against like a rock in a hard place. Mm -hmm. So in the grand scheme. Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie, you're stuck in the Rotten Tomatoes hegemony. And I would say, I would say, though, that, like, there is, like, a consensus opinion is how we form the narrative of reality, and consensus of opinion can form a good or bad, uh, like, like the as in, like, You're about the to build a structure. The, well, I'm saying the structure of what we all agree upon as reality. Uh-huh. Um... Shed that notion. Well, but I think that free you yourself can, from your chains. <laughs> I think that you can form consensus reality through building your own structures. Well, yeah, yeah, your own personal, your own personal. But I think that your own personal can affect others. At case in point, the greatest chaos magician ever, and you know, worst human being in the world. But L. Donald Ron Trump. Hubbard. Oh no, I was going Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Elrond, I don't think, is the worst human being. I yeah. I think he's better. I don't know. Maybe not. Ooh, he's kind of... Trump oh. cult or Scientology? Um, I go Scientology because he's kind of fun. Like, I don't it think is, that Donald Trump's actually that fun. Well, they both involve boats. Which is fun. That's fun. But one's stuck on a boat. Is that not fun? No, that is fun. I think it's fun, oh, to, fun be to be stuck, stuck on, on a boat. On a boat. Yeah, because okay. there's a whole every time he goes has to go to land, it's like, oh my god, they're gonna arrest me. Like you don't wanna mm. you gotta be careful what waters you're okay. in. If you're Trump on, were to wind up stuck, stuck on, on a, a boat, boat because he's gonna get arrested somewhere, okay. then I'd be like, ah. Then you're choosing I might be choosing over Orange Daddy. Orange Daddy? But he's got he doesn't have like the imagination of Elrond. 
You know? I feel like he's not creative like that. No. Um, but what I was going to give him, the one thing I will give him <laughs> is that he did, he is amazing at like never admitting any, like never letting consensus reality like touch his personal reality. Yeah. And that is str- like, a str- he's strangely, I mean, it helps when you have a lot of money to shape that, but mm-hmm. he, but it has then made his reality the reality. Yes. Of everyone. Oh, the that's consensus- will to power. Yeah. Yes. Right. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so, but that's not to say that it has to be, uh, you know, that. Right. <laughs> that specific, uh, you know, That's maybe why I'm saying maybe it's important for us to also recognize that Nurse Jackie isn't a good show. You know what I mean? I. Right. I'm del- no. It's a delicate. Okay. Okay. No, I still think I still think that you're going to be ultimately that will uh, like trap your mind. I think. I think that it's limiting. I your... think that if you made Nurse Jackie, you should believe that Nurse Jackie is a good show. Yes. So hard that you try to force your reality right. upon then, reality. But, but the thing I is, that... should maybe look at all of the realities and decide that Nurse Jackie is a bad show. Right. Uh, and I guess that you would have to, but you would have to be admitting that you're looking through a certain lens of reality to arrive at that conclusion, which also means that it's valid to look through the eyes of the creator uh-huh. and go, yeah, I see what you did here. That's that's relativism. Right. Okay. We're accepting it as like their own personal empire that they created totally. which is very impressive i mean they've got so many like, seasons so many seasons the, stars the that staffing, lady from soprano you've got she's rules you've got grips and gaffers and camera technicians uh-huh. and cinematographers and editors and all of that right created a small economy yeah around right. oh, yes the nurse, small the local economy the local economy yeah you I, I mean you've created like a political division like within the the organiz, the organization the hierarchy of this show right you've, it's lasted a decade yeah yeah that's incredible that is incredible that is incredible yeah okay regardless of the out the, the output. experience of watching it right <laughs> as my uh-huh. like personal as a viewer. Relativistic right. experience uh-huh. of the art. Uh-huh. There is no good or bad. There is only the uh, will to power. <laughs> oh, God. Gonna call this the we will gotta, you gotta, you gotta will to power. I know. We gotta read. <laughs> Album comes out sometime when the oh records arrive. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean... I'm convinced. One, the music is really good. You yes. played the music for me. It's really very cool. And um, that the the stuff you were playing for me was that from the last. So uh, yeah, length? that's from the. Uh, oh, let me get the also, title correct. Kind of prolific three. I mean, I'm just slow too, but three records in four years. Yeah, that is good. That's fast. That's fast for me. But maybe I, I think I'm learning through doing this podcast that I'm extra slow. Yeah, you fucking slow, Summer. Damn. I just, it's so, I you're have a, to throw things out. You're a curator. I'm a curator of my. Of your own reality. My own reality. You're, yeah. I mean. I am. You're doing will to power. I am. I hate that. Can we read, like, phrase the phrase? <laughs> 
Uh, well, what do we want to what do we want to rename Will to Power? Yeah, let's let's uh, rebrand. Okay, Xfinity to Power. Um, just email <laughs> Fourth Reich uh, in the subject line to I don't heart radio pod at gmail.com and oh tell God, us your do do that. suggestion <laughs> on the rebranding of the Will to Power concept. It's just how do you make it you know positive, but also. You know, Nurse Jackie is not a good show. (laughs) (laughs) We can't say that. And neither was, you know, some of the other things that came out of this concept. But also, if you let them take it, if you let the people that seem to be really good at recognizing the power of will to power, you know? Yeah. If you, as a listener of this podcast that I. Uh, fully but, think is good intentioned and has and has an amazing imagination that can create so a beautiful good. universe. You're so beautiful. Um, if you let just that that concept be co-opted by uh, Ted Cruz liking porn on Twitter, then we have really fucked up. We've really fucked up. I, I guess that that is that is what we're getting into here, and like why I think that Ganser is they're creating their own empire and like throughout the through their records their videos their merch their pins their multicolored records that are selling out and everything <laughs> they have created their own personal yeah. reality that you can buy into yeah and that's really important and there is a when people shy away from the uh the responsibility and the power of like recognizing that everything is bad and like you know stripping it down uh but when you don't take that next step to engage with reality through your own uh power uh lens your own lens (laughs) imagination through your own imagination you are allowing reality to be absolutely well you're uh, allowing others to bend bend that recognition uh to their will and that you know maybe we shouldn't maybe maybe no one should trust others to do that i mean that's the terrence mckenna quote that i have in a song yeah. in the first ep is create your own universe you know create it's, your own media yeah um and he says you know it's like don't even listen to npr create your own i mean and he's not saying he's like don't don't go to the he was like and, and that's not to say don't actually like consume media Right, but also, the point is to create your own, your own place, your own space. All right, if you know a band that mm-hmm. we should know, because they've created something really interesting, musically or universe-wise, uh-huh. if you know a band that has merged a black hole um, with another black hole and created a baby universe, um, I don't know if that's even how it works. I'm just riffing. Um, then please email us at I don't heart radio pod at gmail.com. Subject line. Subject line. Whoops. I made a universe. Um, this has been I don't heart radio. Yeah. You're all very good and beautiful people. Thank you very much. Mwah.